Welcome to The Redesign, the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. Uh, we should uh, put in the sound effect, this, the you know the party, party favor sound effect? Uh, when I say my name in three, two, one, Eric. But like not in not in place of my name, like over like overlaid on top of it. I got it. You know, you know how. how it I'll goes. definitely do that. Eric, you seem like a person who has a space that you'd like other people not to randomly wander into. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I I do am I do am that person. Well, good uh, because today's project is. Uh, explicitly for you then because it is lock 2.0 lock i don't know why i said that like that this 50th Uh, episode is turning into just a just a gong show so far bt dub this is our 50th episode Were, were was i not supposed to make that uh apparent no, that's fine. Okay. Anyone who is a real redesign head will know what episode we're on. That's correct. The, the like two people. Uh, let's talk about locks and specifically let's talk about keys. Ooh. Um, They're bad. <laughs> oh. Yes. Um, they're, they're bad. You can lose them. It's like just too many things to carry around. Yes. Yeah. Especially, you know, if you, if you have access to more than one you know lock mm-hmm. which i have to imagine that most people do um I, I think we as a culture have also posited the idea of keys on your phone which is also bad mm-hmm. that's like a single point of failure yes a spoff if i know anything about um security is that we can take a more sort of two-factor authentication strategy here. yes a thing you know Mm-hmm. And a thing you have. Or a thing you are. Or a thing you are, yes. And so what this is making me think is that Lock 2.0 uh, needs sort of a Cerebro-type helmet for setup. Yes. Oh, yeah. That'd be so good. Because I think every key should also be like, it's a it's like a one-time pad. As soon as you use a key, it's burned forever. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds good. Wait, 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 wait. The So you're talking about... Are you talking about a physical key? Not necessarily. Okay. But this is, this is why you need the Cerebro helmet, is so yeah. Lock 2.0 can absorb the sum total of your knowledge. Right. But then that would take care of the things that you know. Exactly. Yeah. But then everything you know can only be used on Lock 2.0 once. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's okay. like something you know, okay, the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> Good callback. Yeah, something that you have, which is like some precious childhood memory uh, of like a nursery rhyme that you learned when you were three. Oh, all the factors are through this. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. And then and then the thing that you are? I mean, that's like a, hungry. Maybe. So next time you're hungry, you will not be able to get into the house. Oh, damn. <laughs> this seems like an unnecessarily, you know, harsh restriction, but I'm into it. I mean, do you want security or do you not want security? No, no, yeah. The I mean, like it's always uh, uh, security is always at odds with convenience, and and we have to be prepared to sacrifice a little bit of convenience in order for the sake of security. So, yeah, I mean, it is still only two factor. It it just has to be like 
some you know two of those three things you oh, don't I have see. to be like i am a person who <laughs> likes to breathe and like well it can't do that anymore uh. <laughs> oh no it only has to be like you know a fact yeah. and some i mean the ultimate security is if lock 2.0 just kills you and then your stuff is secure forever which obviously <laughs> is not a desirable outcome well I mean, for for a Lock 2.0 user, yes. for, oh, yeah, for sure. overall security in the world, it would be amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah, setup would be a bit of a, a pita, as they say. <laughs> a head scratcher. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think it's worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be really great. Like, um, but, but, oh, but then, like, uh, what if, what if the, so this is, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. What if it asks you something like, "What was what was your first? I don't know something. When was where where were you when you ate your first what Dunkaroo?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and you and you don't actually remember the first time, but the thing knows. Maybe it can give you hints. <laughs> yeah, maybe you remember your first like vanilla Dunkaroo, but not your first chocolate Dunkaroo. Mm-hmm. I feel. I mean, like th- there has to be a bit of a forgiveness factor in this like maybe you get so many chances to, to right, unlock sure, lock sure. 2.0 yeah yeah or, or if you or if it's like one of your first dunkaroos then yeah it's sort of like the if you turn on the the security thing for your uh laptop you like you don't all of your stuff doesn't get deleted immediately if you enter the wrong password you get right. a few tries yeah that would be that would be intense going to be really careful about typing out this password and i think the same thing is true with lock 2.0 it won't delete the contents of your house if you get like delete the contents of your house (laughs) what does that entail specifically well i don't know i'm just saying as a as a comparable yes there's 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 a bit of wiggle room to be like i i sorry sorry (laughs) lock 2.0 my apartment's a cube now yes okay yeah that makes sense yes yeah, it, it'll it'll just guide guide you gently to mm-hmm. the right answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's obviously the the outcome is security, but we need to account for for human fallibility here. Yes. Um. What? A, but like you know, a thing that you know, mm-hmm. trivia and general knowledge are are off off the table because despite those being things that you know, other people can know the same thing. So it's not it's not specific to you. Like who was the first person to walk on the moon? Maybe the so so yeah. Like I think those kinds of questions that other people could conceivably know might is, might not work. This is entirely the point of two-factor authentication. That's true. That's true. Lots, you have lots the of other people fa- know the the first person to walk on the moon. Obviously, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when was when did they eat their first Dunkaroo? Is the question? Yeah, Jim NASA. Jim. James James NASA, yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, I'm I'm very open to alternative systems of unlocking. Um, I just, you know, I I think the idea of taking a pattern that we have elsewhere and applying it to Lock 2.0 is very attractive. But there are certainly other ways of doing it. I mean, sure. we haven't even talked about like biometrics. Oh yeah, not at all. Okay, so we have like let's let's talk about that. Well, um, you have like uh fingerprints you have Mm -hmm. iris scans you have Mm -hmm. voice like voice modulation whatever Mm -hmm. uh you have well face 
mm-hmm. scanning. They've got that thing in Alien Resurrection where you have to like breathe on it. There's also, uh, well, I mean, you could you could like give it your your blood, mm-hmm. like in Gattaca. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Your <laughs> you have you know gut flora is probably mm-hmm. unique to you, mm-hmm. so you could poop on something. True. There's, I mean, are there analogs to fingerprints on other parts of your body? Well, sure. Yeah, you're. I, I mean, mean, definitely toe prints, but also like, prints. um, maybe nose pore prints. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, elbow crease. Hmm. So I think this is this is really interesting because it's given us a suite of sort of factors to select from. Yeah, true. And so maybe it's where you know we can hold on to the idea of two factor authentication, mm-hmm. but it's just like randomly any two of those things right right so like one time i want to get into my house i just have to like look into a sensor and press my thumb and the next time i need to like have blood drawn and take a dump on something right 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 yes that that makes sense don't don't get those mixed up (laughs) it's like (laughs) fingerprint scan unsuccessful your hands look like poo Please see a doctor immediately. Please see a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Poo hands. The worst. Okay. So biometrics. Mm-hmm. It's pretty covered. Uh, did we did we find all of them? I think. Um, I mean, without getting earwax? without getting very blue. Yes. Yeah. True. True. Um, yeah. I mean, like earwax is a thing. Sure. Uh, te- oh, the, like tears. Maybe your tear composition is is something hmm. it can make you cry. Yeah, Lock 2.0 just says something very cutting. I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I I think like given all of these things and the idea of of just sort of combining them randomly, whether it's some sort of biometric or bodily thing, mm-hmm. uh, sensor plus all of the other kind of things that we already talked about, I think like. There, it's it's basically an unhackable system. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that's that's very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole point of a lock is to stop unauthorized parties from gaining access to things, and like if it's just like you know the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby, probably most people know that. Uh, whereas if it's like the fact that I do know the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby, plus my iris scan, plus like uh, part of like my liver or whatever, then, you know, it becomes much more difficult to enter my domicile. That's right. I feel like, yeah, and then once you're in there, you can you can throw an unauthorized party. <laughs> the best kind. I guess, isn't that what a rave is? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. I want to talk about how Lock 2.0 actually physically fits into the thing being locked. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, right now, doors just just have, like, a standard hole that you put a lock into. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, and that feels very... I mean, it feels like an attack vector to me. Like, if we already yeah. know the, the, the hole is always going to be like this. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's filled with a lock, like, what are we doing here? That's right. Yeah, no, we gotta we gotta change that up. the 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 door The door itself, I mean, 
like the the has a gap between it and the frame or like it, it is it is itself a a vector mm-hmm. you know like it is the the only the the thing that you use to get in and out from so a it doesn't need its own thing it, or it doesn't need an additional hole inside the door because the door mm-hmm. itself is a hole so uh i'm but i'm wondering if we can fit this m- mechanism somehow like in the in the jam where I thought you were going with this is what if lock 2.0 is itself the door? Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, sure. That's that's a much better thought. <laughs> Forget what I was saying. But, well, were you saying perhaps that, like, lock 2.0 would affect, like, the total perimeter of the door rather than just, like, one small yeah, section yeah. of it? Because I like that very much also. Yeah, yeah. It, it could be, like, um, like, some kind of, like, sealant. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a, see, don't bleep this out. Cock around the door. I'm glad that you specified. I'm just, I'm just making sure because you don't have to because it's not a correct. Yeah. Yeah. I think both of these ideas have a lot to recommend them in that it's not like we're just relying on like a little metal cylinder to hold my door closed. What even is that? Yeah. No, this is stupid. No, no. No. The other thing that I wanted specifically, I think, sort of a psychological deterrent for Lock 2.0 is you can't tell if a door is locked by looking at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's and I want, true. I want people to be like, no, I'm not even going to try. That place is <laughs> locked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. And also, also, you know, like you, you don't want to wonder if you just lock. Like all the mm, time, mm-hmm. I, I always forget that I've whether I've locked my door mm-hmm. and and I've walked, you know, like 10 feet away. Yes. I same. want to be able to just like look at my door and be like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's like a visual aspect, either as the surround to an existing door or just as the door itself, mm-hmm. that it, it can be made very apparent that lock 2.0 is activated. I wonder, like you could put a, you could put um, hands like arms on the mm-hmm. outside that that make the you know the emojis for like okay and and no mm-hmm. like the x the crossed arms thing mm-hmm. you could do that mm-hmm. that's very good mm-hmm. maybe like a big eyeball is on it okay but wait <laughs> what not, but why that's not the whole idea why why ball <laughs> um why though why though well when it's unlocked it's closed because it's sleeping and when it's locked it's watching you because look oh oh i see so 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 what you're saying is this indicator when it's closed the door is open and when the indicator is open the door is closed correct that's that's right okay yep that's intuitive i mean it feels i'll grant you it feels like it's backwards <laughs> but i if you think about it how much less likely would like a break and enter attempt be if there was this True. big eyeball just giving you the the hairy eyeball while you were trying to break in that's right ew wait yeah is that a thing that's a thing ew it's a saying a gross saying that i regret immediately saying oh my. yeah okay no but yes no, that sounds awful, so it would work. Mm-hmm. Or, as an alternative idea, have you seen Labyrinth? No. 
What? Eric. No, I know. I think I've saw, I thought, I think I was in a room that had it on uh, in high school. It is a classic of our time. Regardless, yes, I know. Like I'm familiar with with what it is. In that movie, there are uh, a labyrinth. Well, there's definitely a labyrinth, uh, and the movie is named after it. You will be surprised to know. Oh. Um, and in that movie, there are some like door knockers that just yell at people constantly. Ooh. And I'm wondering if we could take the same tack with uh, Lock 2.0. Yeah, definitely the the yeah. So if you if you you know you would know it's locked, you wouldn't have to stop ten feet away from your door and be like, "Hmm, did I actually unlock?" Because the lock would be going, "Get away!" You know, um, that sounds great. Uh, we we could also you know monetize this with different um, mm-hmm. different different voices, different you know things. Um, yes i like that, that very be. much i the the voice that i just did which would be the default voice yes uh, obviously not ideal well uh, yeah but and and it, that might encourage people to to spend mm-hmm. that spend that sweet dollars that's what i'm saying if i can get um the the Celine disembodied Dion. well if you want to if you want to put down some serious cash sure sure yeah yeah that's vegas money I think like we've we've really covered off a lot of what Lock 1.0 does and done it better, obviously. But mm-hmm. what what we haven't talked about is what a, a Lock 1.0 cannot do that Lock 2.0 could do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, uh, I live in the country, as you know. Yes, I do. Know I am that. surrounded by wildlife, and I definitely don't want any of it to get into my house. Right. What can Lock 2.0 do for me? Taser. Problem solved. Next. So you may have seen that popular video on uh, social media of your choice where someone built a glitter bomb yes, to deter yes. package thieves. Definitely. What about that? We could do that. Also, you know, the 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 glitter part is only only half the the countermeasures. Pardon me, a that. glitter slash stink bomb. That's right. Yes, that's, yes. that's important. To, it, is, to it is an important distinction to make because a glitter bomb could be great. A glitter slash stink bomb, almost never a good time. Right. Well, I mean, unless you're... No, no. So I'm wondering, in that case, like, that is a solution, sort of a weirdly adverse solution to a problem that occurs outside the home. What if I just want package delivery folks to be able to leave the package, but don't obviously want, like, fake people to try to either... Like automata? Yes, I don't want, you know, Clones? philosophical zombies to yes. uh, enter my house <laughs> delivering fake packages or trying to steal the real packages that already have been delivered. That's right. Wait, uh, you don't, you you do want the package lever to uh, to, to access your thing. Correct. Um, but you, you don't want the package takers. Correct. How do you distinguish between those? Well, this is exactly well, the having a, whether they have a package already or not. Well, that clearly doesn't work. <laughs> if you've seen uh, the the documentary Indiana Jones, I can simply swap a bag of sand oh, for right. a, a valuable item. That is true. <laughs> a box of sand. <laughs> yeah. Some nefarious person could be carrying just like a box of yeah. leftover chocolate 2.0 <laughs> but they they had they will have already stolen yes. in the past yeah 
Um, so this is like uh, this is a problem that's unsolved by lock 1.0 that, that I think yeah. that, that we could solve. And I think the way to do it is to have uh, obviously some kind of visitor mode. Yes. Um, With like like simple like maybe like a one time password or something. Mm hmm. So the thing is, I also don't want just randos entering my house, but obviously I want the thing that they're delivering. Yeah. What if the, you know, the mouth that screams at people to get away from my house can also accept packages? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's like a mail slot, but like just grodier. Yeah, but more like suited for purpose. Um, yeah, and there can be a whole like um, societal norm built around like feeding the door. Mm-hmm. To like chew it up, but not really, but like pantomime chewing. Mm-hmm. Because that's fun the, for everybody. Yeah, and make the sounds like. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners who listen to the, <laughs> the redesign specifically for ASMR purposes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now I've just actually, now that you've made that noise, thought of the perfect way uh, to like authorize delivery people is that if you're holding a package for me, you need to put your hand in the lock mouth. Uh-huh. And I will get a notification. Uh-huh. And then I can authorize that person to either put the package in and be like, great, thank you. Yes. Or the door just holds onto them. Yep. Or, or chops their hands off. Well, you know. I mean, that's more. That's a bit more intense. Um. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Uh, and then, and then the the authorities can be notified mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. they can be dealt with. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's just I, you know, I think one of the our tenets on the show is being very multifunction in our approach, and I like the idea of, uh, you know, p- part of Lock Two that that serves multiple purposes. And I think this is we're we're really like hitting the nail on the head here. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. So let's um, talk about marketing because I think we need to establish our security bona fides. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> uh, I always thought I always thought when people said it the other way uh, that that it was like a word that that was like you know that meant to to become more like a bone. Hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like. Yeah, this is our bona fide strategy or like whatever. And it's just like, yeah, I would like to get bona fide. Drink some more milk. Mm-hmm. That should be milk's slogan. Get more bona fide. Bona- it's like a bona fide remedy. That's like when you get a massage from a skeleton. Yes. Or you or you do something or you do you do something else with a skeleton. I mean, is that a remedy or Well. Hmm depends um bona fide uh-huh go on i'm just wondering if you know Locke, as with most of our projects we, we've departed so far from the sort of original functionality and expanded mm-hmm. it so much that i wonder if you know what we're what we're bringing to the world can even be contained within what lock is as people know it um Okay, so here, here, here we go. Mm-hmm. We have created a an intimidating um, thing mm-hmm. with like an an unblinking eye and a a mouth um, that can like you know potentially you know, subdue you. Mm-hmm. 
we could call it Ness, as in Loch Ness colon. Uh-huh. It's a monster. This is very good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And also, like you know, a callback to Elliot Ness, lawman of the the Old West. So uh, wasn't he in a thing? <laughs> I have no. If idea. there are things in your life that you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'll just assume that that's correct. I'm not going to fact check it. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Yep, that's very good. Did you have any any thoughts? No, I think that's perfect. I've been doing this for 50 episodes. Yeah, I know a thing or two about mm-hmm. coming up with brand names for things. Congratulations, Tom. Thank you. We made it somehow. We did it. One One day at a time. If you want to revisit a previous episode or send us a project idea, you can find us online at theredesign.design or on Twitter at theredesigncast. And we'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a comment or star rating on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.